Hey, Potters! It's cold outside! <laughs> Welcome to episode 51 of Cospod, the podcast for all things cosplay. We're getting old! Eh, we've been doing this for two years, we're old. I know, one more episode and we will be two years old. We will be in the terrible twos. We'll be walking. Yay! We're two and we're still legal. Yay! <laughs> I, prefer to, I prefer to think of us as two as opposed to being 52. Ah. Oh. One day it'll be a hundred, and by then we'll wonder why we're still doing this. <laughs> we'll be centenarians. <laughs> Anyways, okay, I'm tired of looking dorky. I'm going to take off my Paddington bear hat. Because it's not that cold inside. It is 23 outside, but it's actually it's not that bad inside. There we go. People down yeah, here yeah, have I... very funny, funny ways of dealing with sleet and snow. It's kind of funny and hilarious <laughs> and just downright stupid. <laughs> I was waiting for that one to come. <laughs> yes, uh, unfortunately, I actually had to go into work yesterday. Well, I guess I should say fortunately because I have a job, but unfortunately because driving across sleet and ice is not one of my specialties. But, you know, I made it there and back just fine. It wasn't a problem. I'm more worried about the other stupid people on the road with me than I am about my own driving, which is usually the case. And yes, I was in my car. No, I was not on my motorcycle on the ice. That would have been stupid. That would have been really stupid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, I've actually po posted a picture of my motor isicle. <laughs> because my motorcycle has turned, it, it has, it has turned into a giant literal block of ice. L literally, even my engine is frozen over... Uh, the entrance to my spark plugs is frozen over. Even the starter switch is frozen over. So at least if someone takes it, they can't start it because you can't push the switch. <laughs> so there's something to be said for that at least. Oh, I kind goodness. of... I got home on Thursday. I was supposed to throw a tarp over my bike, but I was so elated about not having to go to class on Thursday because it was already starting to ice over that I just kind of forgot. <laughs> then I woke up the next morning and went, Oh! Oh, I forgot to cover my motorcycle. Yeah, whoops. And there's still a lot of um, ice outside, so... We're supposed to be getting more here in a couple of hours. We're actually supposed to be getting a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that may put a kibosh on my plans of going out tomorrow, so... Eh, well, Texas has to do everything in a big way, of course. Of course. But you know what? <laughs> for, for us crazy northerners, like, this is nothing. We, we would go out and drive in this. This would be a normal day for us. Would not bother me in the least bit. But when work called and said, oh, we decided to close the office today, okay. I sewed all day. I made sure I was going to say, this, <laughs> this kind of weather really kind of just enforces having some downtime mm -hmm. for people to work on costumes and cosplay. Or in my case, notes for work and, and homework and final yeah. projects. But still, you know, it, in a way, it's kind of good since it forces people who wouldn't normally take time off to take time off. Yeah, I used it for lots of sewing. Lots and lots and lots of sewing. Lots of cones, I believe. No, I'm, I can't make any more cones. I'm, I'm out of duck fabric. I'm waiting on more to be delivered. <laughs> so oh, the okay. cone process has stopped for the time being. I've made a sleeve. <laughs> Which is also on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I have no idea how many cones are in this thing. It's a lot. Because it's also double-sided. Because I, I can't half-ass these things. It's got to be fully, fully coned out. And there's going to be lining on top of this. 
I'm going to guess there's got to be at least 60 in this, maybe. I'm being generous. Yeah! <laughs> I was going to say, it took a few marathons worth of stuff, I believe. No, that was just for the lace. Oh, okay. Because I, I made the lace, too. I thought you posted that you watched a couple marathons worth of stuff just in the making of the cones. No, 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 no. Cones okay. take, like, no time. I think it only took me... in total. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay. No, with the lace that I did, because, I mean, I had I made my own lace. It, it, one, that's probably stupid, but two, <laughs> because I'm so... I want to make this as accurate, as close to the movie as possible. The type of lace that's available in a quote-unquote fabric method, it just doesn't look anything remotely close to the movie version. So I was like, screw it, I know how to crochet lace. I know it'll take me some time, but I can just sit and marathon a couple of shows and we'll be good to go. So that's where all those hours added up. There was like NCIS, Breaking Bad, and South Park in that mix. I know. Okay, that, that's where I remember seeing South Park. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's method to my madness. It keeps me busy. See, this is my show until... Come in. There you go. And there, there's my Bicento blade. It is shiny. I actually went to the store and I bought spray paint for the staff portion because I, I always try and use the Kryolan Fusion whenever I'm working with plastics, which PVC counts as a plastic because it seems to work a lot easier right. in terms of less work. I don't have to do as many layers. I don't have to prime it. I don't have to sand it. I just go, which is much nicer. Unfortunately, this is foam, so I don't have that luxury. Mm -hmm. I had to paint this with acrylics, which I highly recommend Delta Ceramcoat. They've got a metallics line now, which is why this is so shiny. This is their silver paint, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. It's really nice silver paint. And they're, this is gold, too. This is their 24-karat gold, which is not quite at... Oh, there it goes. Now it's shiny. It's a little bit. It's not, like, super in your face. No, there's not enough of it to be... I don't want it to be super glossy shiny. I am going to be uh, sealing this, so it oh, is going I to have a shine to it. That'll really Mostly help. because it's not waterproof, and I mm. need it to be waterproof just in case. It rained last year but, at Acon, so there you go. Well, I'm also afraid of, you know, setting it down and someone were to spill something on it because it happens, you know, Murphy. Murphy and I are very, very long acquaintances. But I always seal my stuff against water, against dust, you know, against the elements. Just in I, case. It's almost like a common practice now just for any cosplayer to seal any of their um, weapons, armor, stuff like that. Yeah. I was really kind of bummed because when I went to the store, um, Krylon now has a chrome, super shiny mirror finish paint. Yeah, they do. That's what that's what I wanted for my blade. Is I I wanted that for this, and then realized, oh yeah, it's foam. I can't do that. It's foam. You can't do that. But it'll eat away but, at it. Well, not unless I wanted to spend copious amounts of time priming it first, but <laughs> I didn't. So I did go and I did get some silver finish that I will use for other props, but I'm just, I'm waiting till they get back in stock. I want that chrome super shiny mirror finish <laughs> because it's awesome. It's it is full of awesome. <laughs> yes. But, you know, this is, you know, this is actually from my modular tutorial, so it just sits there and, you know, slides into all of its component pieces and I'm going to disassemble it for Acon. Go figure. Of course. There we go. 
But that is pretty much the entirety of my cosplay work for the last week because I started my new job and I actually started being on the phones by myself this past week. And let's just say it's a lot to learn very quickly on yeah. top of school. So I've been trying to frantically write up notes for work rather than work on cosplay. But school will be done in a, in a week for me as of this recording. Next week is final. So after that, then we're on winter break and then I have time for cosplay because I have about a month until spring starts and I have my final class. Hooray. But that also means I have about a month to make my Alcon costumes. Yeah. <laughs> because after school starts, <laughs> that's it. Once school starts, that's it. I will have no more free time because symphony season starts at about the same time too. It's like, okay, I have a month to make this costume, which means I need to Yeah, exactly. You need to be on top of it and then some. Yeah. I mean, there, there's also, you know, family stuff over the holidays. It's not like life stops right after we go on winter break. Family stuff? What's Although, the family stuff? Although, speaking of events coming up, Hobbit Days is next weekend. As of this recording, it is Saturday, December 14th. Everybody can come. Please do. Uh, I, I am hoping to get a somewhat large group over there just because I enjoy celebrating with friends. And so, yes, I, I know that some people have told me, you know, I have other stuff I need to be doing that day, which is cool. Which is cool. But if you can come, it would be really awesome if you guys would show up. I've already paid for the park. All I ask is that you bring food or drink and maybe a little gift for a gift exchange, and that's it. Otherwise, we're all going to go party and see The Hobbit. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I watched the premiere last weekend, and every Sunday for the last month, they've been doing MST3K-style showings on the OneRing.net. Mm -hmm. In fact, tomorrow is the final one, and they're doing MST3K style on The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey, which is the first one. So I have to go out to Redbox either later tonight or tomorrow morning so I can go rent The Hobbit so I can watch it with them <laughs> and, and, and participate in the chat room and do the MST3K thing. Nice. <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot of fun when you get to hang out with fellow geeks that enjoy what you enjoy, mm -hmm. whether that's cosplay or movies or comics or whatever. It's a lot more fun to do it that way. And just trolling the series. I mean, it's always just fun to sit back. I mean, and we do this all the time with the um, Marvel comic book series. We'll just put one in, start a chat room for it, and just start making fun of everything back and forth. Because we, we do it out of love, because we still enjoy the movie, but I mean, come on. <laughs> you got to have fun with it. Very true. Having fun is kind of the whole point. I mean, you really can't take that sort of thing too seriously. Hulk or smash. maybe you should. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there is that. And also, speaking of cosplay, um, I have a new shiny. Whoa, that's a big shiny. This what this is, is that? <laughs> this is a Nexus Seven. You can kind of see the big. label right there. It's only seven inches. In fact, where's my? Okay, come here. There we go. Nook, Nexus. They're actually about the same size. This is actually slightly smaller. My Kindle is charging. I think my Kindle is probably a little bit more squat, <laughs> but a little more wider. Yeah, it's... And the reason I say cosplay-related is because part of the reason why I enjoy having a tablet is because I download pictures of 
the cosplay I'm trying to make reference mm -hmm. pictures onto this so that I can take it and sit it on my craft table next to me while I'm working so that I can zoom in on details as I need them right there in front of me or I can switch to different perspectives like if I have a back shot, a side shot, a front shot then I can switch back as I'm copy. working and not have to have you know a whole album's worth of pictures next to me you know in hard form and, and also shopping. I can well I don't do fabric shopping on my tablet I do it on my computer mostly because I prefer a bigger monitor with which to see the fabric with but the other thing that tablets are good for is that you can download uh, tutorials video tutorials and then watch it as you are trying to do said thing in said tutorial so if I want a tutorial on weathering armor I can download it from YouTube you know using a downloader put it on my tablet sit this in front of me on a stand and then as I have my armor in front of me I can do what the tutorials telling me to do without having to have a big squat monitor in front of me so it's just it, it's very portable in terms of having reference material with me mm. so hence cosplay related yes that's not the only thing this tablet is for mostly it's for reading textbooks for school <laughs> and watching technical videos for for school and work but you know it is most certainly a very good thing to have for cosplay so I will be selling my nook incidentally because now I don't need it anymore now I have a shinier literally a shinier tablet quite literally good gravy <laughs> yes literally a shinier tablet that actually reads my school textbooks now <laughs> this one did not I have the rooted nook is kind of yeah the I nook rooted is very, and jail broke this that's so basically what you have to do well, it didn't even work. It's because the Nook isn't running the tablet version of Android. It's running the phone version of Android. Mm -hmm. And apparently, Kindle, when they release their textbooks, they aren't compatible with the phone version because who would ever read a textbook on a phone? A phone, exactly. Even, even on the Nexus 5 massive phones? No, of course not. Nobody would ever read anything on a phone. So my textbooks actually don't work on the Nook. And I didn't know that until I tried to rent them from Amazon and had yep. to contact customer support and go, why isn't this working? It's telling me it's incompatible, but your website says it works on Kindle for Android. Oh, you, you're working on a phone? No, I'm working on a tablet. Well, this thinks it's a phone, so the books aren't going to work on your tablet because it thinks exactly. it's a phone. Oh. <laughs> okay then. Well, fine then. <laughs> so basically, you had to break yeah, into so, it. So I yeah. will be selling this because I there's need for me anymore. Yes, I had to break into it. I had to uh, jailbreak, as they say, and root it. Been there, done but that. But I I am not going to actually. <laughs> I'm not going to sell it like that. I'm not going to you know sell it with CyanogenMod on it. I'm going to sell it as a stock nook. That way, you know, there's nothing nothing that will go wrong with it that can be blamed on me <laughs> and my tinkering exactly but anyways uh, other announcements while we are at it we have a very special interview coming up with a very very special guest we we did announce this on Facebook but just so that those who don't follow us on Facebook do know uh, we're going to be interviewing uh, Kamui I probably are not pronouncing totally that correctly pronounce it Kamui K-M-U-I. There you go. Kamui. Kamui. Yes, the the epic and lovely cosplayer of World of Warcraft costume fame and armor making. Ridiculous armor making. <laughs> and uh, 
Yes, ridiculous armor making, and she has actually just come out with an ebook that we will be interviewing her about, and she's actually go about to come out with another ebook about electronics, which I find incredibly awesome. This is like all of Amber's alley. I would love to yes, know how to it do will these detail, things. They scare me. <laughs> it'll detail how to use microcontrollers and LEDs and how to make things light up and, mm -hmm. and all that sort of thing. It's really awesome. I, I cannot wait to interview her about these things because this is my wheelhouse. This is perfect for you. I'll sit there and be like, that's so awesome. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is that this is not just for me. If you guys have questions for her regarding anything about armor making, about Warblow, Wonderflex, uh, about electronics, making things light up, or even about anything in her portfolio, then do go ahead and let us know either through Facebook or emailing the questions to us. You can email us at podcast at cospod.org and then we'll collect them all together for the interview that we do with her so that we can ask her your questions as well. It's, it's, I don't want it to just be about me. <laughs> I'm going to fangirl out. It's all about me. <laughs> no, it's not all about me. It's all about the audience. That's why we do these things. I mean, I would love to interview her as a person, but as, as a podcaster, this is to share. <laughs> so you say. <laughs> yes. She is fairly awesome, though. I don't want to like be too fangirlish and say like epically awesome, but she, she is fairly awesome. I'm just going to sit here and do this the entire time. And nothing else. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, also, shout out to um, to our buddies over at the CostCast. Unfortunately, I'm missing a couple of episodes simply because, given my current job, I can't listen to podcasts anymore at work. I just, I do not have time. Unless I, you know, I have lunch, but I don't, I don't have the time I used to, so I've fallen behind on a lot of my podcasts, so I do apologize for that. But they just did an interview with Wind of the Stars cosplay, which I found pretty cool. So I do recommend, it, you know, if you enjoy Wind of the Stars cosplay, that go head over to the CostCast's website on Nerd Reactor and have a listen to that. I actually just listened to it this morning while doing homework. <laughs> Natasha knows about it. <laughs> Yes, and also, speaking of podcasts, anime cons, as in C-O-N-S, conventions, anime cons TV, just did an episode on cosplay photography, which is actually a fairly little covered topic in cosplay, oddly enough, and I think it should, it merits more attention. Considering how much we rely on photographers to make us pretty. Well, most cosplayers wouldn't even have a portfolio if it wasn't for photographers. Outside of, you know, selfies and bathroom shots. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but I, I found it a very solid, you know, beginner's look to cosplay photography. So you can always head over to, I believe their website is animecons.tv. You can always just Google Anime Cons to have a look at it. They're a video podcast like us. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can watch them. Coscast is audio, although I believe they are looking into video. They keep Which trying to awesome. dabble into it, and it keeps kind of getting put on the back burner. <laughs> it is very involved doing a video podcast, I will say. It is very involving. Because we're doing it on the pretty down-low version. We're not doing the upscale, high-tech end of it. We're, we're pretty small. But it works for us, yeah. too. 
at least when we do the uh, podcast episodes, when we go to conventions, we have to take a boatload of equipment. <laughs> oh, too much. So much. Yes. Yes, it is too much. I agree. Wasn't the whole point of technology advancing and moving forward for things to become smaller and more compact and not so heavy? Well, you know, our stuff as Question. an individual component isn't heavy. It's just when you put it all together that you get a bunch more stuff. <laughs> Which is why now they're trying to pack everything into one of these. Now they come with cameras on the front and on the back. So now you can film stuff with them. And now they're coming with like little SD card expansion slots now mm -hmm. as well. So you can you know store your recordings in HD and you have a space now. And then they're making adapters where you can hook in external mics yep. to interview people with. And they'll have, um, I don't want to say they'll have things like Audacity for Android, but they'll have similar programs to Audacity where you can do audio editing and video editing now. It's like an all-in-one. It's like now you have a computer in the palm of your hand. Pretty much. Literally a computer in the palm of your hand. Doesn't which is really astonishing considering where we came from. But we're old farts. But we remember long, the old days. <laughs> as long as it helps with cosplay, you know, if you want to make... I want an all-in-one power tool. Good luck with that. I want one. I want an all-in-one power tool. Hey, I came up with the idea of the sewing Swiss knife. I want a Swiss Army knife that has, like, a little needle threader and scissors and a file and a thimble and all sorts of things that just fit into the little folding Swiss Army knife. Copyright patent. I want money if this actually happens. <laughs> so now, now I want the all-in-one power tool that just, it looks like a drill and it has all these different attachments and they do everything. Maybe I guess one that's, day. What a that's what a Dremel is. That's kind of what a Dremel is. is. It just needs a, it needs a hammer attachment. Because a Dremel isn't, you don't want to hammer things with your Dremel. Probably not, no. <laughs> and a heat gun. It needs a heat gun attachment too. Oh, God. Just a miniature one for working with plastics. Or if you want to uh, speed dry paint, then you can use a heat, uh, a light heat gun on it. I'm trying to think of how the thing would look, and when you add in those extra attachments, it's kind of like a monster at this point. <laughs> it's like it's got a head here and a head here and another well, one here. It's Cerberus. All, you would, all you would need is just a main body that just takes power, and everything else is an attachment you stick in it. Yeah, okay. And it ends up looking something like a shop vac, where you have the, the round body that produces power, and then it has all the attachments stored in it. Basically like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cthulhu. Yeah. It's a, it's a Cthulhu. Cthulhu. That's Cthulhu horrible. <laughs> no. <Cthulhu. laughs> no. No, no, no. Yes, 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 I want one. You go work on that. I'm just going to go stay here in Sanity Land. You can have I've fun. I have never lived in Sanity Land. It's really gray and boring over there. Yeah, sometimes gray and boring is okay. I think in this case it's perfectly <laughs> safe to be gray and boring. This comes from the person who wanted to put alcohol on the ice on her car and light it on fire because it would have melted the ice faster. Is that me or you? That was me. Okay, I was about to say, I Although hope that I did, wasn't me. <laughs> I, no, I, I did mention that I would not actually do it. I just wanted to do it. 
because you knew it would be faster but very dangerous at the same time. You didn't. You generally don't want to light open flame near a giant canister of flammable gasoline. That's generally a bad idea. Preferably even for not me. Alcohol. <laughs> even for me. Well, no, alcohol evaporates very quickly. The the flames would die almost immediately. But you still don't want to light open flame right on top of a giant canister of flammable gasoline. Nope. <laughs> it's just not wise. Oh my goodness. You're a crazy lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, and if you want to give me a crazy cosplay name, we have a contest going right now. Oh, hey, that's a great segue. It's on segue. our Facebook. That was yes, I know. Awesome segue. You should get more internet cookies for that one. That was a good one. <laughs> I could use some internet cookies. But yes, our, our contest right now is that I need a, an actual cosplay business kind of name, like not Amber. Amber is my real name. But I'm, I'm looking for a cosplayer name that I could go by for my cosplay stuff. So I can actually separate out my cosplay life and my real life, which are kind of in, intertwined right now. Mm-hmm. So if you have any ideas, feel free to drop them on our Facebook page or our DeviantArt. You can tweet us. You can email them to us, of course, at podcast at cospod.org. And I will pick the one that I like the best at the end of this month, and you will win a $10 gift card to Epic Cosplay for weeks, which generally they have a uh, first of year sale. So your $10 gift card would go even farther. If it helps, you don't have to know a single thing about Amber. That's one thing I've been telling everybody. It's like, you can just come up with any name. It does not matter. I think it's more fun in having random names available because then she might she might actually pick it. Who knows? Very true. And ultimately, if, if you prefer to look at my cosplay portfolio first, I do have a DeviantArt. <laughs> and, and, you know, I can always post that later where I have my costume portfolio. But there are pictures on our Facebook graphic for this contest that have three of my most recent cosplay. <laughs> I look like a goober in every single one of them, but that's okay. You're too hard on yourself. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it's part of the fun in it. It's a character flaw. I have several. I'd be a great novel character. Who likes right, on, on fire. To <laughs> oh, that comes with the territory. It makes life interesting. Plus, it looks pretty. Anyways, on to today's topic. We are going to be talking about cosplay websites today. In particular, as in websites that generally host either forums or galleries of cosplayers. uh, Places where cosplayers can show off their portfolios. Or talk about conventions. Which, this isn't limited to anime but a great deal of the cosplayer websites that most people know about kind of tend toward anime. Yeah, they're more anime-based. Mm-hmm. So we have all sorts of websites like uh, American Cosplayer Paradise, you have Cosplay.com, you have Otaka House. I'm sure we have more listed on our website. Even conventions have their own sub-forums now, some of them that are dedicated to cosplay. I know Akon tends to have one. And Used Anime to. Fest has a cosplay section. Used to. Well, <laughs> some of them have gone defunct now. The only convention then, that I still attend that still has any type of forums to speak of are PAX and the Fanime ones, which are almost rarely updated anymore. 
I think what's interesting is, and the reason that I wanted to talk about Causeway websites is that so much of what used to be like even two, three years ago have kind of fallen by the wayside. I mean, everybody seems to be moving more towards Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and there's not really anything to take up their place. There was one website that came up maybe six, seven months ago that I joined up. I, I still don't remember the name of it. I have it saved somewhere in my favorites, and I know I signed up for it because I was one of the first people to sign up. And then like three months later, it just went, it died. Everybody left it. Nobody posts on it anymore. So it's like, okay, how, how are people meeting each other anymore? How are we setting up gatherings? How are these events still happening? And it seems like Facebook has be kind of become the end-all, be-all for costuming stuff right now. Also, we've got uh, World Cosplay mm -hmm. as one of the websites. And they do have an English version. And they've got several other versions depending on your country of origin. And um, Kyrkos is also another one of the cosplay websites, as I'm looking at our website. We're trying to get, you know, some of these guys as affiliates, but, you know, like you said, some of these websites just bloom and then die within a couple of months, and then you never hear from them again. So it's really hard to affiliate with groups that may or may not even still be around by the time mm -hmm. you get to confirming that you're affiliated with them. Yeah, Cosplay.com and ACP, or American Cosplay Paradise, seem to be the only two that are still active, but in their own ways. Like, ACP is much more active on the convention community. Like, they'll go out to conventions. Sometimes even conventions will bring in their staff members to take photographs and to shoot the uh, cosplay contests and whatnot. Whereas Cosplay.com Cosplay still has their storefront for wigs. And their forums are somewhat still active, but ever since their last update, I think a lot of people have been kind of moving away from it. It's not exactly the most user-friendly website. Well, they've... <laughs> we, we can talk about some of these websites in particular. In fact, we may as well start with Cosplay.com simply because it used to be the biggest and most well-known. Mm-hmm. It, it helps to have the Cosplay.com domain. Absolutely. <laughs> which, funny, funny story, uh, Cosplay.com used to own Cospod.com. We tried to get the domain from them. In fact, I contacted them and tried to you know, ask, can we purchase this domain from you so that we could have been Cospod.com. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, uh, I was at work when the domain expired and I can't, you know, make transactions, I can't do personal stuff while at work. And so uh, another website that I will be polite and not say <laughs> things about bought it instead and has been squatting on it ever since and wants $1,895 for the said domain. So we will never be costpod.com unfortunately. That is, that is a little bit happen. out of my league in terms of price. We, we are pretty happening. much a non-profit outfit. Yeah. Um, another good website, really quickly off the side, that I wanted to make sure that I mention is Cosplay in America, as another cosplay website. Oh yeah, CPA. Although that's, yeah, it, it's they're a little bit more photography oriented or you know coverage oriented than they are actually you know individual cosplayers posting about themselves, but they are still definitely in the hunt and they've been around for a while too. Yeah, he's in the process but, of making his second book, and what's interesting is I helped donate it to his Kickstarter fund for his second book, so I get these little updates every now and then. Um, he's actually looking back to photos that he took way back in 2010 to help make the new book. <laughs> and it seems like he's doing more of a perspective of um, 
the process of making the costume and the process of making the photo versus the final piece. I was like, this is which is really what we fun. all wanted to see for Heroes of Cosplay. The cosplay, and that's never going to happen with season two. <laughs> well, it just means that instead of watching Heroes of Cosplay, everybody can go over to the Facebook page for Cosplay in America and give him a follow and a like, and then you can see what actual costumes look like as they're being made. Yay! You know, <laughs> go cosplay in America. I, uh, I was actually taking photos of, at one point, you know, when he was making his first book. I don't mm -hmm. think my, my photos ever made it into the book, which is fine. I was flattered just to be even asked. But he does really solid work, and he's very dedicated to it. He is. Which, unfortunately, Cosplay.com seems to lack a lot of that same dedication. And the reason I say that is because the website doesn't seem to have frequent updates anymore. No. Even really their, their convention calendar that's on the homepage is stale. It, it hasn't been updated almost, I think, since last year. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of their forums are having various problems. People have issues uploading cosplay photos, changing user information, that sort of thing. It just oh, it seems yeah. like it's a little too big to manage at this point, which that is a problem for any website, that you will eventually be too big to manage yourself without a staff. I, I'm kind of... I, I hope CostPod eventually gets to that point, but I don't. I don't think we'll get to that point. At the same point. time. <laughs> it's kind of fun it, keeping it, be really it a small cool operation. Big, it's a lot more manageable that way. Yeah. Yes. But if you've never been to CostCom, Cosplay.com, it's Coscom for short. Yeah, we all call You can it still sign up. I mean, they'll they'll still take new memberships, but you'll find that a lot of the uh, elder cosplayers, and I don't mean in terms of age, I mean in terms of experience, are simply moving to other websites. This there's very few elder cosplayers still on Coscom that are active. Mm -hmm. If we are active, it's mostly to get into the forums for a specific. Uh, conventions. For conventions. And for yep. group gatherings, and that's about it. That's the only reason I've been on there almost in the past eight, nine months has been just to set up ACON gatherings for next year. That, that's really it. I haven't really touched and part of that's, it. Part of that's because the convention forums themselves have kind of been going downhill. Down, yeah. Convention forums are pretty are getting to the point where they're almost non-existent, which is kind of crappy. I know Akon has been trying to use the Facebook version. I don't like the Facebook version. You can't edit your post once you put it up. You're stuck with Plus it. Plus, <laughs> you have to be a member of Facebook to be able yes. to get in. And to see it. So it's like, great. You have to have an application be authorized to see some of your own personal content. So it's like, crap, really? <laughs> that's the one thing that's well, cool about Coscom is that you don't have to be a member to look at the forums and... That's why I, I direct everybody over there. It's like, look, you don't have to post on the forums, but it will have the most full, comprehensive list available. So, I mean, that's the nice thing about it. But, yeah, I've been a member of there since 2009. I still can't update any of my user profile information. To be fair, <laughs> To be fair, it is better than what AFEST moved to, which are the Google Plus forums. The one system that nobody uses. Okay. Google, I love you. I love you so much. I know you're trying with your Google Plus stuff, but man, it just did not take off. The only good thing that came from it was the Hangouts. We, we love the Hangouts. Right, which is what we used with this. And that it really affects your user base mm -hmm. when you have things like that. 
Because people, to be able to see said forums, have to be a member of said service, like Facebook or Google+. They don't, they don't open their forums like Costcom, to be fair, mm -hmm. to where on Costcom, you don't have to be registered on the site to be able to see what's on the site. You just have to be registered to post on the site. But you can still see photo gatherings see and what's everything. going on. You can see it without logging in. You just can't manipulate it or do anything to it. You can even search without being logged in, too. But for Facebook and Google-style forums, you have to be logged in. Mm -hmm. Same thing on Twitter. On Twitter, for a lot of these cosplay accounts, you can see what's being said. You just can't respond to them unless you are a member of Twitter. It's like that, too, on um, American Cosplay Paradise. I know their forums keep going back and forth. There's some times where it's like, oh, everybody can see it. And then other times, like, no, you have to log in to see the forums. It's like, that's so counterproductive, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's really important as cosplayers, I think. On some sites, you can restrict who sees your photos. I know that on CureCause, um, you can actually restrict your photos to either the public or CureCause members, or mm -hmm. you can even restrict it to CureCause cosplayers. So it's not only that you have to be logged in, you also have to have already uploaded cosplay pictures of yourself before you can see some of these pictures. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, this is really a generalization, but I think most people want their pictures to be able to be seen without you having to log into a service. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be posting the pictures in the first place if you didn't expect them to be seen. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it's a positive for Costcom, but it's a negative for some of these other cosplay sites where you have to log in to be able to see anything. Exactly. Same thing for the forums. Usually it's enough if you can just see the forums. You don't necessarily have to be able to do anything in them, but if you want things like room shares or to coordinate, say, getting together an Attack on Titan group for a photo shoot. You gotta be able to respond to the photo thread to be able to either join in or set one up or what have you. Exactly. So there's there's always that. Granted, you know, we have seen what happens in public forums when they are open and you can post anonymously and that doesn't just go for cosplay, that goes for anything. You You get all types uh, on said forums and websites, which I think is why a lot more cosplay entities, businesses, and conventions are starting to lock down their forums mm -hmm. to prevent that sort of thing. Because to be fair in cosplay, there's a lot of bullying going around right now, for good or ill. And being anonymous encourages that a bit more because there's no accountability. Mm -hmm. So that's certainly a factor in some of these websites is, well, if it's completely open and transparent, you don't even have to log in to participate, you're probably going to get some of the stuff that goes down. Like, for example... Oh, okay. Good transition. More transitions for me. You're doing good at that. <laughs> I know. Pat yourself on the head. Enjoy it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, Otaku House. For those who have not been on Facebook recently, Otaku House is a cosplay entity, as it were, that has become famous in recent years for running 
various cosplay contests. Yeah, they're like the ones that you go to a convention and participate in, except these are based on photographs instead of people actually walking across the stage. Yeah, and there's no and craftsmanship the, involved. It's just basically, here's the photo. Do you think it's cool or not? That, that's basically what it comes You judge to. based on a single photo. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they've been doing this for a while, and, and they've gained a bit of popularity for this. <clears throat> and they do have a lot of, I want to say popular, maybe well-known cosplayers that have affiliated with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, recently they had a post, and this is the post that started the... Um, crap storm that's been going around. Being a little PC with my words there. <laughs> and they had a post, I won't read it, but it's of a cross-player who is a male uh, cosplaying as Chun-Li. And, you know, people should have the right to cosplay whatever they want to do, including cross-play if that's what they want. And not to be attacked the way this person was in that post. The post basically accused the person of not only being ugly, but being genderless and causing people nightmares. And, you know, this was a sincere cosplayer who was very dedicated to his work and actually did a fairly good job on this cosplay and certainly didn't deserve the commentary that went with that posting. And because it was made under an official account, people took it as, well, this is how Otaku House thinks. And they ended up coming back in a later post claiming, and I will say claiming because there's no way of proving this, that they were hacked and that you know, they believed that people should be able to cosplay as they choose. Which you would expect after a company's been hacked. The problem that came after it was twofold. One is that they never retracted the original post. In fact, it's still there on, on Otaku House's Facebook right now if you want to go look. It's still there. And two, they made a comment under their official account on another post that came later and basically said, well, you know, we've had really lax standards in the past and we've let in, you know, thousands of cosplayers. We've taken submissions from thousands of cosplayers that we really feel shouldn't even be in the contest because they're not good enough. So we need to raise the bar. And that really, really rubbed the cosplay community the wrong way. So whether or not you think they were hacked, you know, they're still making posts under their official account, like business as usual. And nothing's been retracted. So, frankly, a lot of people are now running away from Otaka House, in my opinion, rightfully so, because if you say something like that, you, you're going to get a reaction out of the cosplay community. This was even worse than Heroes of Cosplay about getting a reaction. And it's hard to really tell why the posts are still up there. I know that in the instance where I thought that my personal account was hacked, um, I saw a very suspicious post on my personal page, not like my cosplay page, but my personal, personal info. Facebook actually told me that I had to keep that post up so they could get a better track of where the IP may have came from. I thought at first, I was like, that's a little stupid, but okay, I'll keep the post up. But then a couple hours later, they told me, okay, you can delete it now. So it may be Facebook is asking them to keep it up if it is a legitimate hack. The second thing that came to mind is one thing you can do with cosplay pages, fan pages, why I say cosplay pages, I don't know, because that's how I call them, 
what you can do with fan pages, and I've done this with our page as well, is you can set up a post and have it be uploaded at another date and time. So they could have had business posts that were already pre-planned in advance, saved them on Facebook, and then they updated automatically while they were not in the office. Like, what the heck's going on with this? What's going Freaking out moment that with the Otaku House Idol cosplay contest, every year they always get such a unique group of people. For as many people that go out there with the quote-unquote sexy bikini, almost next-to-nothing costumes, the ones that always make it to the final round have some of the best craftsmanship, have some of the coolest photography, have some really great costumes and people who love their character. It's not about this person is wearing the swimsuit, it's this person is wearing this ridiculous ball gown, or this person made an epic link. So that's kind of cool. And I think that's one of the reasons why so many of us have gone behind Otaka House saying, hey, we like these guys because they're promoting cosplay as cosplay, not cosplay as a means to market sexiness. There you go. <laughs> Bring it to end! <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know if they really been hacked because I can understand both sides of the coin. It's like, it's possible that they really were hacked. There was a recent releasing of email addresses and passwords for Facebook's Google accounts and whatnot. So I can get right. it. I understand it. I mean, heck, even DeviantArt sent me a notification saying, we think that your information may have been accidentally linked, uh, released. You might want to reset your password. I got so, one of those, too. Yeah. So I think they just kind of blanketed it just to be safe for everybody. But, you know. Well, they did. But to be honest, whether or not they were hacked is kind of a little beside the point. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they could have mentioned via other social media, assuming they did not use the same password for said social media, that they had been hacked, which mm -hmm. there's apparently been no other indication from any of their other accounts that they were hacked. But, beside the point, it's, it's very sobering to realize that that sort of sentiment is still out in the cosplay community. Mm -hmm. You know, if, whether or not they posted it or hackers posted it, there are people who still genuinely hold that sentiment that people should not be allowed to cross-play or that if you don't look exactly like a certain character then you don't have any right cosplaying said certain character and any sort of sentiment like that by anybody to be honest is wrong you don't have to like somebody's cosplay but realistically you do need to tolerate it you know we're not saying you have to like every cosplay we do either we don't even like some of our own cosplays. Yeah, see? <laughs> but, that, but that doesn't mean that we deserve to be trashed for doing it. It just means that, you know, we should be allowed to cosplay as we choose because cosplay is expression. It is a form of love for a particular character. And if you love a character, go right ahead. You know, so that sort of sentiment isn't really right on any sort of website, hacked or not. Mm-hmm. It, and I'm surprised that it's still up for viewing. I figured by now it would have been taken down or retracted. Nope. Nothing of the sort. In fact, I, I found this kind of weird in a way, but there are a lot of other cosplay Facebook groups that are now posting on Otaku House mm -hmm. telling people, hey, 
we don't believe in this sort of thing. We believe in equality for cosplay. Come join our group instead. <laughs> and it's like marketing. Okay, I can I can understand the sentiment, and it's a good sentiment that you want you know to encourage people to 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 be tolerant and tolerate other cosplay. But I feel like that's kind of a little blood in the water, sharks and piranhas kind of thing. <laughs> It's like, wait, 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 it's too soon. Why are you trying to... Ugh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Making things worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a mass exodus, but trying to pick up people on their website because of it... Uh, I, I can't say I approve. <laughs> hey, there's no such thing as bad marketing. Bad press is still good press. Um, bad press is still certainly press, period. Yep. <laughs> Press is press no matter what. Do you have any favored cosplay sites that you like to stick around with? Facebook. <laughs> that's, that's really where everything that I've been doing lately has been on Facebook. It, and it's mostly because it's just easier for me to manage, easier for me to upload things in mass. That's the big thing. Like you, it, you can sort it kind of half asset on ACP and on cosplay.com where you can bulk, I'm going to use that lightly, upload photos at most maybe three to five. But Facebook, I can just kind of shuck everything on there. It's easier for me to tag people, especially now. It's a lot easier to tag people and tag conventions. And it's just, it seems like it's so much easier to connect with other cosplayers and photographers because everybody has moved that direction. The only one is there's this new website that's in the makes right now by Darkane Media called Cospix.net. It's C-O-S-P-I-X.net. It's in beta testing right now, and I think you can still donate to them to get a beta key. But it's kind of like this hybrid between Coscom, ACP, to try to make a website for both cosplayers and photographers as well as general models, uh, makeup artists, and whatnot to not only show off photos and to create meetups and events, but also to, you know, have discussion forums, things of that nature, but strictly related to cosplay. And based on the interface, because I've had a chance to play with it, it's been a lot of fun to mess with it. It's really easy to upload things, really easy to tag things. I mean, yeah, it's still in the works. It's, it's going to take them some time to get everything finalized, but it's something fun, and I'm kind of looking forward to when it's released and out in the world. There's only like maybe a hundred of us on there right now, so very small beta. <laughs> I think if I had to point people toward one website, it would probably be DeviantArt. Really? There's which... been a mass exodus of DeviantArt, too. I noticed that, although in terms of cosplay and ease of use, I can't say I've really had any problems with DeviantArt. It's good for I mean, solo images. I think if you want to do like a bulk right. upload, it's not as good. But I mean, for people, right? I've been seeing it like more as finalized products. I think it's really cool either to do those nice giant tutorials or to have like a, here's your finished product. Whereas that's Facebook why I like it is like, because of those tutorials. Exactly. Facebook is great for like progress shots. Right. But yeah, I if if I didn't have to go with Facebook, which I don't really consider Facebook a cosplay site, mm -hmm. just because it's more of a social media thing, then I would probably point people toward DeviantArt of all the cosplay sites. I would love to start one on Cospod's website. We just do not have the time to moderate it. We really don't. 
I think maybe once I'm done with school and I have work a little more down pat, maybe this summer I can look into starting a forum and starting that sort of thing on our site. Maybe. If anybody's interested in working with us on our website, please give us a ring. <laughs> we would love to expand our website. I just, I, I do not have time. I really no don't, time. or know how, for that matter, for a lot of things, too. I refuse to hook up WordPress to our site. I will never hook up WordPress <laughs> to our site. It has way too many problems with it. Which is funny, and it I has, know a lot about WordPress. <laughs> it, has more it has more security flaws than I care to shake a finger at. You keep hearing things about WordPress plugins being hacked. It's like, no, 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 I am not exposing our website to that. No, 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 no. It's bad enough it runs Apache server. No. Amber codes everything herself. So if that gives you a better idea of what we're trying to look I'm for. I'm paranoid. <laughs> I, don't code, <laughs> I don't code everything myself. To be fair, the website uh -huh. did start as a template. But yes, I do make all of the changes manually. <laughs> I don't like hooking things in that I don't know exactly how they work because if we were to get hacked I would not know how to keep them out next time I know how to kick them out the first time I don't know how to keep them out the next time beat them with a stick <laughs> what stick I have no I, I do not speak softly nor do I carry a big stick You've got you got replica swords in your look in your place. You can do it. You'll be fine. I have two. <laughs> They're very sharp. <laughs> Neither one is sharp. One of them is not full tang. Actually, both are not full tang. One of them is only three quarter tang. And they can do some damage though. Come neither on. Neither one is well. I can do damage with a kitchen knife. What are you talking See? about? We're fine. <laughs> Doink. That's not going to help me against a hacker. <laughs> wait, I wait, need wait, a wait. virtual kitchen knife. Doink. <laughs> Anyways, we will end this episode with a call for segments. And by segments, we mean we're turning two, and we would like to hear your favorite moments, not necessarily just of Cospod, but of cosplay in general over the last year. This can be anything that happened to you at a convention. This can be funny pictures. This can be antics of ours, including anything we've done at conventions. A-N-T. <laughs> or it can, it can even include oddball moments and tutorials you've seen. So if you have favorites that you would like to see us either chat about or display in our podcast, you can either drop us on Facebook. Not drop us. Drop us a note on Facebook, now, Twitter, DeviantArt, or email. We, we want you to keep watching us. Yes. Yes, do keep watching. Speaking of keeping watching, please make sure if you're subscribed to us, subscribe via the new link that's on the website. The old link does still work, and the new link basically points to the old link. The reason we're using the new link that's now on the website is because I've hooked up our podcast feed to a subscriber tracker. It does not track your habits. It does not track anything else other than the fact that you have subscribed to our podcast. And the reason we're doing that is because we're looking at going to San Japan next year as press. And their press bar is fairly high for a podcast. We have to have 1,000 subscribers to our podcast, which I'm pretty darn sure we have. 
but we have to be able to prove that to them. And so I've hooked us up to this service so that we can have actual hard numbers to show San Japan to show that we are worthy of having press credentials there. So if you have not already changed your feed, please do. The new feed does work in iTunes. I, I have it in my own iTunes feed. And please do spread the word to others that you know who watch us. Uh, even if you watch us on YouTube, or if you watch via the embedded videos we have on our podcast site, that's fantastic. Go ahead and subscribe anyway, even if it's just through RSS, so that we can count you in the number of people that watch us. I'm Given our website numbers, I'm pretty darn sure a thousand of you watch us every month. I think we, we've got quite... I'm still amazed at how many people watch us. It's, it's mind-boggling. And we're getting numbers up to the level of my personal blog. And I've had that thing for three-plus years, and it's just like... It's very flattering. It really is. It really is. It's like nice warm fuzzies everywhere. It's great. <laughs> we're we're oh. total dorks. <laughs> um, speaking of changes to the website, uh, we're going to be migrating web hosts again at the end of this month. Uh, unfortunately, just given the cost of web domain hosting right now, it's usually really cheap in the first year because that's how they get you in the door and then they double or triple it when you go to renew and our current web host basically doubled our rates for the renewal and so we're going to migrate again unfortunately what that means is that you may temporarily see the website offline periodically and that's while I'm actively doing the transfer and for a couple of weeks after I've done the transfer you may not be able to listen to select episodes because I have to re-upload every single episode to the server. And that just, it takes time. You know, even Fios, as fast as it is, takes a little bit of time. Isn't so, Fios awesome? Fios is awesome. Unfortunately, it is not, you know, completely lightning fast as far as no. uploads go. I think Google wins so, on that one, but we don't have Google Fiber yet. We, we do not have Google Fiber yet. Yet. But if for some reason you get a, a 404 message on any website, any episode, uh, don't be alarmed. Go ahead and try again within an hour or so, and it should be there. If it's not, please do drop us a message, because I may have broken something and <laughs> not known that I broke it, which has happened a couple of times, actually. Thank you, somebody Lane, actually for pointing out to us. <laughs> Yes, yes, thank you. In fact, somebody even pointed out that our email wasn't working. Yeah. And I didn't know that because we weren't getting any emails, which is normal for us. We, we never get any emails. We get a lot of passive, and this is the thing. I, that's why I think it's so funny. It's I've had my blog for so long. I get Now I'm at the point where I'm getting 30,000 hits a month. I, I get maybe one comment every other month. There's a lot of passive viewers. I'm, Yes. Usually I take that meaning that we're doing such a good job that they don't need to tell us anything. <laughs> That's how I take it. Which is fantastic. It just meant that I didn't realize that our email <laughs> service was broken, broken <laughs> for almost two weeks. Yeah. And then somebody finally emailed and was like, do you guys know that your email's giving us back a bad address? It's telling us that there is no email address here. It's like, oh, 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 oh my. Yeah, I fixed it within five minutes and went, oops, sorry, I, I kind of broke that. I pushed oops, the button. Sorry. 
<laughs> no, I changed permissions on our Linux server to make it a little more difficult for a hacker to be able to do anything. So that even if we are hacked, they're less capable of doing stuff. In turn, we have no email. Or at no least email. I tried to do that. Yes, in turn, I broke the email access <laughs> for about two weeks. So I made it really secure because you couldn't yeah, even get email through us. No one was breaking <laughs> into it now. <laughs> well, if they broke into it, there wouldn't be anything there. Let's see, what are our November numbers? Let us go look now that we're in December. And I'd imagine probably similar to last year, November and December is probably going to dip because it's holiday season. More people are out doing family things, less time at home. Although we do make a fantastic thing to listen to on the road if you're having a road trip to go out and visit family. Oh Cospod makes a wonderful road trip <laughs> podcast. I had to, uh, I'm sorry. No, last month we had 15,459 hits. That's good by me. So uh, over the life of our entire usage with our hosting provider, we have had 204,500 hits. And that's only been a year because we changed hosts last year. I know. Too. That, that's only with our current host. That's not two years. That's just our current that's host. Just one year. That's pretty awesome. We've had, we've had almost 3,000 hits so far, and it's only the 7th of December. That's I think so cool. that's totally cool. Yes, rock on, guys. We love you guys. America. We're doing this. We, we make full... Well, it's not just America. It's everybody else. We have yeah. listeners. We have listeners in Canada, in Germany, in the UK. I mean, we have all the way over into Africa and the Middle East. We have listeners everywhere, which yeah, is really cool. I need to really check my blog cool. numbers now. <laughs> it's been a while. i got to do my yearly roundup, too figure out yeah, we, what the popular topics are and whatnot. We really are an interesting international podcast. That's so funny. I think that's really <laughs> cool. No, it if you're an international listener of ours, seriously, we would love to hear from you. Because that Yeah, I want to know where you're really, coming from. It's really cool that we have international listeners and we would love to hear from you guys. I mean not that not that we don't love our US listeners, we do, but it's really kind of awesome to imagine our podcast actually being downloaded around the world. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening outside the United States, yeah, you know, drop us a message. That would be really cool. <laughs> but with that, we will draw this one to a close. It's been just about an hour, and uh, sadly, Amber has to get back to doing homework. Whee! Oh, Yay, wow. final exams! Yay, finals! <laughs> <laughs> I only have one more class, one more, and I will be done in March. Just in time for Project ACOM. <laughs> we'll have fun with that. I feel so bad because, uh, actually, no, does it? Hey, that actually worked out this year. Alcon hmm. falls during spring break. Oh, sweet. So I actually won't have to worry about missing class on that Thursday. Oh, good. That's awesome. It's like, okay, wait a second, I just Hey, that actually worked out this year. Last year it actually fell during school. Yes, yes. I love it when convention schedules work out. Yes. <laughs> I'm taking two days off for ACON this year. I'm taking Thursday and Friday. Yes, this means I have to work Monday. Yeah, I'm doing Friday, Monday like I've done every other year. 
See, they're doing programming for their 25th this year on Thursday, so I have to be there on Thursday. Mine is kind of a catch-22 because I'm still planning to go to Fanime, even though my room situation is still kind of in flotsam and jetsam mode right now. So if I do end up going to Fanime, I have to be at work that Thursday of ACOM, so I don't really have much of a choice. But that's okay. That, it doesn't bother me as much. I have limited PTO right now. I'm too new. You're too new. <laughs> yeah, because I have to reserve enough for Symphony. Mm-hmm. So I can continue to make money. Speaking of which, I got my first paycheck from my new job. Cool. Yay! Cosplay money. Um, <laughs> not really Bill. cosplay money. Ben cosplay. Yeah, it's 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 Bill's money mostly. Bill's. <laughs> I gotta pay for Bills that shiny new. Gotta pay for that shiny new tablet I just bought. <laughs> and tuition. I have and a tuition, tuition payment. Yeah. School's expensive. Don't oh. go to school, kids. Don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> so hey, a lot of the billionaires out in the world have been either high school or college dropouts. No, no, go go to go to high school. Finish finish primary school. Don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates has proved that you do not have to have a college education to be awesome and smart. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Don't go to college, kids. There you go. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks for sticking with us, <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.